0: People often ask, how is it that we can survive in nature, just out here in the wilds? And obviously, one thing you're going to need is something like something to listen to, something to catch up with the world. What you're going to need is a good podcast. So first of all, we check for this particular kind of moss. You see here how it's a sort of uh, blue-pink-white-pink-blue pattern? You see how, how that does there? Right, so if you just lift that up... Under there, you'll find two queer trans ladies. Everything you need to get started with your, your making the perfect podcast. Now, the, if you see leaves of this shape, you'll be able to see things we've watched and things we've listened to. But they come mainly from the flowers, so, you know, you're looking well, get a lot of one good plant there. Over here, check this root out. Yeah, that'll be perfect for things we've listened to. Now, we just blend them all up. And if you can find them, get some skits. They're great in here. You can know them by these particular arrangements of petals. But it's three petals, not four. Want to avoid those ones? They're poisonous. So anyway, you whip those all up and you'll get yourself a what I like to call a, a queer and pleasant stranger's. strangers, queer and pleasant. I'm not Laura K. Dale. And I'm not Jane Ayres magnet And welcome to another episode of Queer and Pleasant Strangers, that podcast where two queer trans ladies do some skits and some voices, have a bit of a catch-up, talk about our weeks. How are you doing, Jane? I'm okay. How are you? I'm, I'm good. I'm good. I'm, I'm busy. Yeah, we've both been very busy. Mis- yeah, like, like we've had many, many, many things on our plate. Mm-hmm. We've been... Preparing for all sorts of busyness. Mm-hmm. It's fine. Give it a couple of weeks, things will quiet down. Mm-hmm. It, for right, now, ooh, right now. Right now. Right now we have the biz. I'm, I'm, I'm doing everything right now. And we're doing a prepare for that MCM, which we will be at at the time this goes out. Yeah, if you are listening to this on the day it goes up, on Sunday, mm-hmm. uh, and you happen to be in the UK, in the vicinity of MCM London Comic Con. And having tickets for that event. <laughs> Indeed. And, and realise, oh... Oh, heck, didn't know they were there. You you might still have time to find us. Yeah. We could be there right now. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah, it's been a lot of getting ready for that. Yeah. A lot of work stuff. Yeah. Oh, oh. So much work. It's too many work. I wrote two jingles this week. You did. Thank you. So I do right. want to preach. You'll get to hear those jingles soon. I, in fact, wrote... Like based on on that, I sat down and, and started making a whole tune. It yeah, was about a minute and a half long at this point. Well, do you want to talk about doing that? Because I think you put that on things we've played this week. Yeah, I played with making me. Mu- I played music. I yeah, mean, I did. I did a music make. I yeah, got some, yeah. I'm I'm quite happy with how they, how they turned out. This, this is I, something you made in Fruity Loops. FL Studio. Yes. Yeah. Um, yes. Ah. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's. I first started making music in things like music on the PlayStation and EJ, yeah. which I got a free copy of on, I think it was like PC format, maybe two, three decades ago. <laughs> I made a lot of music with that. And FL Studio is like, well, actually, we're just going to give you instruments. We're not going to give you like samples and loops and things to start from. It's like, <laughs> I have no musical talent. You have, You have musical talent. You have more than I do. You have you created the jingles what what you hear on this show and and on um and on badly designated and on music. other things that might get heard in the future. I feel like I've done one for someone else as well, and I can't remember what it was <laughs> but yeah it's it's I don't think I'm good at making music. I can't work out how to put like more than one instrument in a thing, apparently. And I've tried, I really tried. But um I I I can't do one instrument, so you're ahead of me. Well, ultimately it's just listening to the same things over and over again. And if it goes melody, 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 melody twang, you've probably played it badly. <laughs> but you have a little piano roll thing, so you just slide it up and down until sounds happen correctly. And sometimes you google what chords are and you go, I imagine those Two notes will sound well together. Well, what's a chord? Um, it's I don't. Uh, um, it, yeah, it's, it's, some, it's some notes played together that sound good. Harmonise, but, uh, harmonize, but I think there's like bad chords as well. They're Ooh. still chords. Oh, don't use the bad chords. I think they're still considered chords. So I guess it is just notes played rather than necessarily harmonious or. I don't know, we're not a show for music theory. <laughs> no, no, we're, we're we're a show for occasionally, I enjoyed this song, I'm going to stumble around trying to explain why it's good. It uh, it did the tinkly good, and it has a nice, ooh, uh, I've heard term, um, um, uh... I, I, will, I will always use, like, one of, like, 15 terms I know for music and be like, this? With me it's generally, it was bouncy. Yeah, I liked the ba dum 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 That's about as far as my descriptions go. But yeah, I, I had some fun making tunes. And yeah. I'm still continuing to make tunes. Yeah, because there was, there was one that you made for a jingle that you've been sort of building out into a longer piece. It, it's about a minute and a half long at this point. Heck! And, and I've, I've got ideas about where it might go next. Yeah. So maybe at some point I'll stick it on the end of an episode of this as a...
1: Heck, As I a bonus. I
0: think people would enjoy that. Maybe. I said maybe, maybe. <laughs> so, what have you played this week? Oh, I don't think I've played much this week. No. Um, we've been too busy. <laughs> yeah, I'm 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 getting closer and closer to the end of my uh my Pokemon shiny That's... hunting quest. Okay. Yeah, so I'm continuing to, on my quest for all 171 shiny Pokemon in Pokemon Let's Go, and at the time of recording this, and it may well have changed by the time you hear this, I've got one Pokemon left to find. Ah, it's a Shiny Lapras. I'm gonna do a... If I've got time, the day after recording this I'm gonna do a stream to try and find it. But I'm hunting for a Shiny Lapras, and I think that's all I've got left now. Shiny Lapras, you've been gone too long in the Midnight Sea. Yeah. Um. I I got past Kabuto, which was the nightmare, because... Uh Resetting to hatch fossils that are really hard to find is a very time-consuming thing, and you can't yeah. raise the shiny odds. But yeah, what about you? What are you playing? Um, I played some uh, Shovel Knight Treasure Trove on the Switch. Oh yeah, I've never played a Shovel Knight game before. Oh I- heck, I always looked at them and gone, "It looks like a Master System game," and I was very bad at those. How how are you getting on with it? Um, I die a lot, but it's kind of forgiving because it has checkpoints. Yeah, unless you decide to destroy the checkpoints. I didn't know you could destroy the checkpoints. Yeah, you you know those checkpoints—the little like crystal ball things—you yeah. so can see like a gem inside them. Oh, can you I thought you could see like blue fire. Ah, uh, they're on fire, but there's like a gem in them. Oh, okay. I if you if you decide, it. you can smash the checkpoint and get the treasure out, but you'll have no checkpoint. And if you die, you go back to the previous checkpoint. Hmm. Which I think is a neat mechanic that I never used. I mean, maybe, like, once you've been through a level a few times, because you can replay as often as you like, so... Yeah. Like, <coughs> it's it's a cool mechanic that I never made use of. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, no, it, it's, it's got fair checkpointing, yeah. and it doesn't feel like it punishes you too much for... No, for no lives. It's adorable. It is very cute. I mean, like... And people say, like, well, you know, you had lives back in the day and it extended the value of the... But not really, because most of them came with passwords. Yeah. So you'd just end up going back to wherever the password was. It was just a longer process to reset the damn thing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. But yeah, I it, it's one of the few games of that kind that I have made it through to the end of. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, I I will rarely finish, like, a Mega Man or something. Mm. And this definitely has a similar feel even though it's you know it's not shooting it's it's melee but i got to the end of this i completed general and i was like huh, yeah this was very attainable nice i mean the only problem i really had with it was the controls weren't immediately explained anywhere i could see yeah so I was like I'm not quite sure how I do the downward thing so I'm pressing down and then hitting slash and it was just cancelling out of the down thing yeah I was like oh okay I just, just press down it's fine yeah so Took me a while to work it out but I got there in the end I have magic now which is a pain because I was using that button to attack things <laughs> and I have to use the opposite button is there an option to remap the controls maybe maybe but I didn't have enough time basically I, I got this this morning so I'd have something to talk about here <laughs> Uh, and it was on sale. Oh, how it's, much is it down to? It's like seven quid at the moment. That's pretty good for the Treasure Trove version. Like, there's a lot of content in there. I have heard good things. There's several like expansions that are basically like, here's an entirely new character with a completely different moveset for a completely different story campaign. Go. Yeah. <laughs> there seems to be a lot going on there. So, and, and you have the body swap options, so any of the unlocked characters you can play through as. Yeah. And I hear there's something about putting your name in as but. I haven't tried that. <laughs> but I'm just told there's a whole butt. Uh, it changes the word night, I think. And shovel to be but. I believe that is the case. I think that is the truth. It's, it's, it's pretty good. I, no, I'd never played it before this morning. I just, it, something about shovel knight has been a bit of a sort of cultural osmosis. Yeah, it's one of those, like, it was very, very present in the world for a while yeah um, well yeah. it um, seems seems a good and fun update I'm, to a classic i'm genre. glad you're having a great time with it yeah. so far well, what about you? you got any others yeah i played a little bit of a game that i've not played in a while um 20xx which is the Ooh. um Mega Man thing yeah co-op roguelike Mega Man type had fun game with that, i remember yeah i i went back and played it in single player because mm. it's it's quite fun to just play as a roguelike Mega Man game with a lot of content and you know power-ups between between runs. I don't feel so bad about failing because I you know can at least buy stuff to get further between attempts. Yeah. That continues to just be a really fun. Like if if you want a Mega Man game that's not Mega Man that has options for co-op, like it, it's a really fun little game. Yeah. Uh what about you? Uh, I played some beneath the steel sky. I've been streaming Ooh. that last week what what what's that game what's that game about? um so that is a very classic uh point and click game um you play Robert Foster, who, as a child, was involved in a helicopter crash and you landed somewhere in the outback and were adopted by uh, aboriginals i think um and then at some point many years later a a helicopter comes from the big city and um, takes you back and kills everyone else in the village. Wow! And then as you're flying back into the city, your helicopter crashes. Robert does not have a lot of luck with, no, with does helicopters. No, does it doesn't sound like it. Um, and it's basically about Robert... Basically, she's trying to get back to you know where he considers his home is, the place called The Gap. Hmm. Um, And it seems like the, the world you learn about is kind of... Weird, like the way they talk about. There is a a wider world being painted than what you are getting to say. They they talk about um, that there's like a rival city, but it also seems to be a company. So these are some, like privatized cities, essentially. People working within the system. It's uh, yeah, it's quite dark and dystopian. And and there is a huge mystery to be uncovered with lots and lots and lots of very silly characters. Uh, I just did a bit but I remember from being a kid. Just being the oddest thing in the world. You have to go and uh, defend someone. You just walk into a, into a courtroom, and you are challenged to defend a person who is in the dark with no defence. Well, wow. <laughs> it's re- and it's all played out like sort of like a game show. Just to tell you, you know what ridiculous things the legal system has got to in this dystopian future. Yeah, yeah, it's it's fun, but it's God, it's got some moon logic and, yeah. and pixel hunting. Like there's the the puzzle that got me stumped uh, recently, and I had to get Becky to look up a a guide for me. You um, you can see into this room. You know that humans can't go into this room. So you send your robot in. The robot finds the power supply and is able to destroy the sensors so that you can walk in there. You are presented with a grate that you have to unfurl to walk forward towards the shelving unit. On the shelving unit are a key and a spray can of WD-40. Right. If you walk out with either either or both of the spray can and the WD-40, you will have them taken off you. So, like, what is the point of being in here? There must be something. You have to pixel hunt for a small brown blob on an otherwise brown floor. Oh, no. Which is some putty. Oh, okay. Except it's not putty, it's plastic explosive. Right. When you look at it, it says it's some kind of putty. When you click on it, it's some kind of putty. (laughs) If you hover over it, it describes itself as putty. But at some point, you're supposed to know that it's plastic explosive. And you need to use it to blow the doors off of, like, uh, an electrical, um, power box. This is some moon logic. That's fucking moon logic. Yeah. Like, most of the other bits have been issues of either me clicking on slightly the wrong pixel or just wacky moon logic that I couldn't be asked for. hate Moon logic. And some of those those puzzles basically require to just keep talking to people and hoping that they say the right thing. Yeah. So like, okay, fine, yep, yep, I've clicked through that. You've kicked me out of the dialogue, so I assume that's the end of conversation. Oh no, if I click back in there, there's whole new options. <laughs> Thanks, game. Uh, it needlessly capitalises certain words. And um, does that make them seem important? In, like most other games, that would have been something important, because they're... Like Sierra games used to highlight text in red sometimes. Yeah. So like like mm, you're highlighting things for no razor. You know, even the characters doing the voice acting aren't like emphasizing those words, so why? Um Yeah. Oh. It's a very weird game. Um it's available completely for free on ScumVM, yeah. which is what you will need to play it. Heck. Yeah. What about you? Playing anything else? Uh, I think the only other thing I've played is I played some Bucket of Doom, which Bucket I think I think we've talked about on this show before. Oh, at some point, probably. Yeah, for anyone who's unaware, it is a uh, party game that is based around uh, a deck of, of uh, special cards. One of them will be a scenario that you have to try and find a way to survive. Uh, the example that always jumps to my brain for some reason is you're falling out of a plane toward the ground very fast, how are you gonna survive, and you have a handful of like double sided cards that'll be useless items like um you know a box of tissues or a paper clip yeah paper clip things like that, and you have to explain how you're gonna use that useless item to save yourself mm. um so it might be like you've got a condom, so you're just gonna open it up and hold it over your head so that it acts like a parachute catching all the air in it um sorry, I've it- just had the idea of playing a sort of Bucket of Doom cross Cards Against Humanity game where you try and solve yourself with Cards Against Humanity white cards. <laughs> <laughs> but it's... It, yeah, it's less about... Well, okay, it's still a little bit shock-humory, but, like, here's the thing. You know in Cards Against Humanity, if you have a handful of cards that, like, that none of them are any good? You, like, you're just not going to win that round because you just didn't have a good answer. Um, For this, you can bullshit your way into getting, like... Even if your hand is useless, find an item that you can waffle some nonsense about until you say something clever or funny. Because, yeah, because sometimes it is just about making people laugh, and that that's the one they remember. Yeah. Regardless of whether or not your idea was practical, if it was funny... Yeah, exactly. <laughs> some people will give you that. That's the thing. It's, it is a game about being creative with a handful of things that probably aren't any actual use. And I I like that. I prefer a game like that where you have some options to to be creative to get your way out of a situation. Yeah. Um, and there's no surprise about like whose card is whose because you you're reading out your, your how you're going to do it. Yeah, but I really enjoy Bucket of Doom. It's fun. We had fun. We played it out and, in in a nice field in London on yeah, a nice fun sunny as long day. As people aren't too drunk. Yeah, there's a, there's, a, there's a good level. <laughs> there is a level of drunk that works well with that game, and there is a level of drunk that does not work at all well with that game. Tee-hee. Uh, what about you? You played anything else? Mm-hmm. Nope, that is all the things I played. Well then, time for this. Ooh. Right, troops! Troops! Yeah. Attention! So, those humans... They've they've once again been trying to destroy our entire ecosystem. They've been chopping down the trees to make uh, room for more homes. They've been chopping down the grass to, you know, just have some sort of natural trim to it. And this will not stand. We cannot settle for our kind being defeated time and time again on the battlefield. So, are you ready, soldiers, to fight back? So, wave one, we have the tree pollen. The tree pollen will be our first line of attack. They shall, uh, you know, hit off the weaker ones, the ones that are more susceptible to the pollen. Make sure we get them out of the season nice and early. They'll be incapacitated, unable to do anything. Right up there, Nosey serge. And second up, we have the grass pollen. Those will get the people who were cutting the grass we mentioned earlier, because, you know, they're trying to cut the grass. Suddenly, they're sneezing. They've got to stop mid-job. They can give us a buzz cut, but we'll fuck them up. Uh, lastly, our final line of defence, we have the floating pollen types. They will be there, just sort of hanging around in the air, so that humans have no choice. They, 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 the, the pollen attacks will permeate the air. No matter where they go, they will somehow find their way in. They will get up those noses and they will not dislodge. Those are not small bits of pollen. Rise of the sarge. Prepare for battle. <laughs> Okay, prepare for battle when we get a strong breeze to blow the pollen! I'm thinking very, very
1: breezy thoughts, Sarge. <laughs> oh, a bee. Come on, come
0: on. Do you find that you and your neighbour have an uneasy truce? Mm-hmm. Are you constantly listening to their baby cry through the wall? Oh, tell me about it. Are you also consistently worried that they're going to get annoyed that you keep having very loud sex on the other side of the wall? Just every time she spanks me, there's just so much resonance. Well, seems like you need pre-made neighbour contracts. Ooh! our pre-made, easy-to-sign contracts basically... Allow you and your neighbour to put into writing that you're going to ignore those little things that you do that you know really might be a problem for the other person, but are really honestly balanced out by the things that you do yourself. That seems totally reasonable. Right, you sign here to say that you're going to ignore the baby crying, and you sign here to say that you're going to ignore the subby crying. (laughs) And sign. (laughs) Because you know that your neighbour can probably hear it anyway, so let's just formally agree not to mention it. So, oh, what have you put in your eyes? I've started watching an anime this week. An animu. An animu. One of them. An 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 animal. Uh, animals. J- j- Chipanimals. animals. Chip animals. <laughs> <sighs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> not I have now. not. I have not watched I'm an. A, no, I watched. I watched an anime. One of them. Them Japanese cartoony type shows. Mm. Uh, called. So it's written Hunter X Hunter, but apparently you just call it Hunter Hunter. You don't say the X. Apparently, uh, I, correct me if I'm wrong, listeners. I think that's a thing. Um, but it does depend who you ask. Yeah, I'm sure it does. Uh, so, on its surface, the reason I'd never watched it before, like, this, this show's been around since 2011, is it, on its surface, just looks like another um, shonen anime, which is the, the genre of anime that's like Dragon Ball Z, Naruto, big lengthy, lots of battles, goes on for far too many episodes, um, Kid is gonna ultimately be the best at fighting, probably, face some adversity along the way. Uh, that that kind of a show. Sort of hero's journey. Yeah, the the, the sort of anime hero's journey, usually with a male protagonist. Um, it seemed like it was just going to be another one of those. And it's actually ended up being really surprising and... Breaking some conventions of the genre in unexpected ways and... Not following the pacing, I would expect, out of this kind of show. Um... It's cutting out a lot of the padding and filler and we're going to make this fight go on for six episodes with lots of monologuing. It's a lot more to the point. Like, it's still pretty lengthy as a series. I think it's like 120-something episodes, uh, 20 minutes long, which is, like, kind of long, but it's not nearly as long as a Naruto, Bleach, anything in that sort of category I'm normally i so I've never started any of those. Yeah, no, like, Naruto, I think, is like 600-something episodes. Wow. It's a lot, um, yeah. There's a lot of places where, like, to give some vague examples, um, at one point in the, in in Hunter x Hunter, it starts building up towards this uh, tournament arc, and any one of these shows normally would be like, "Oh, that's the next thirty episodes of this show is watching every pair of characters fight to learn their strengths and weaknesses and all that stuff going on and here's all the cool secret techniques that you didn't know they had and this this show gets to the first episode of its tournament arc and the protagonist gets knocked out unconscious he wakes up it's like oh no we had the tournament here's what happened it's over quick it wasn't actually that important you you you're the hero here's what happened with you here's what happened with everyone else let's just keep keep the plot going okay it's it's a lot of a lot of, a lot of times it feels like it's building up to a trope and then it doesn't do the trope. Ha-ha! Yeah, and, like, I feel like at this point I should expect it to not do the trope, but it's still catching me off guard. It's still, like, it's just close enough to the line that it keeps seeming very believably like it's going to do the trope, and then, like, no, nah. no, nah, it's cool. <laughs> no, we didn't do the trope. We kept you kept you on your toes. It's been quite fun. I've been enjoying it. I don't know how, how much legs it's got on it, but... I have binged about 25 episodes of it in a week. So, yeah, it's just sort of been on the ba- on in the background while I've been doing other work, so... Has anyone pushed glasses up their nose and then the frames, the, the, the lenses have gone white? I don't know if... I can't remember specifically if it's happened, but I feel like it has, because <laughs> one of the three main characters wears glasses, so probably. Um... Yeah, it's been a really fun, interesting little show. I've enjoyed that a lot. Mm. And I intend to watch through all of it over over a while. <laughs> uh, what about you, Jane? What have you been watching? I've been watching so much Drawfee. <gasps> oh, so much Drawfee, huh? What have you done to me? I I, I <laughs> got you into a, a good YouTube channel that has a lot of content. It yeah. is very enjoyable. It's, it's very good content. Yeah. Yeah, I don't like it when they talk over Julia, but it's it's good stuff. Yeah, they 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 do that occasionally. It's fine. Oh, yeah. That it's fine. Julia, if you ever get round to watching Cartoon Hell, Julia escapes to Hell Economy Plus. Like she gets her <laughs> revenge. Spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> she escapes um, to many layers of hell. It's fine. Um, yeah, so it's it's nice watching people draw and, like, come up with ideas for things. Yeah. Like, the one we were watching over dinner tonight was uh, one person draws something horrific, one person draws something cute, and then they try and draw those things in each other's art styles. Yeah. So, yeah, it's, it's nice that they do things like that. I watched another one earlier. Um... Like, upside-down versions of characters? Oh, yes, and watching them then flip the art the right way up and go, oops, my proportions broke. Yeah, <laughs> my arms are too long. <laughs> also, I drew some things on the wrong side of the body, and yes. some things not. <laughs> uh, it's it's the same thing that hap- you'll hear them talk about sometimes, where it's like, if I ever have to horizontally flip something, and suddenly it's like, oops, my broken proportions. Oops, I did a thing. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. They are all sorry. sorry. Yeah, they're all sorry. But uh, what was the one we were watching the other night? Um, translated Pokédex entries? <laughs> like, translated through about six languages so they no longer made sense, and trying to create what Pokémon would now have that description? I wanted to see the sort of weird... Linguistic like, route? Yeah, how did they get there? Like, if I, I want to see them go, like, here's, uh, I don't know, like, English to Dutch, then back to English. And then, like, English, Dutch, French, back I, to English. I missed the beginning of that episode. Did they give their list of languages? They, language gave, they gave a list of, uh, I think, like, eight or ten different languages they went I, through before I suppose, back to English. I suppose if you were dedicated, you could
1: <laughs> reverse engineer that
0: yourself. I'm not that dedicated. No, I want not... to be presented with that You don't <laughs> yeah. want to have to go and look you're, you're not that interested in the <laughs> linguistic roots of these things. <laughs> No, but I was curious. Yeah, I'm I. Just not curious enough to I, look myself. I, I'm in the same camp as you, it's I'm fine. very busy right now. Yes, <laughs> I do not have the time to be an inqui- inquisitive linguist. Yeah, I can I can in, consume media. I can't go out and engage with anything properly right now. Yeah. There isn't time. But uh, is so good, though. It is, it's really good. Um, I, I very much enjoy all their horror stuff, and, and all their. Um, the Pokemon things were good. All of their Bloodborne and um, Dark Souls characters from memory, or things they've never heard of, based on descriptions. Yeah, it's good stuff. It's very good stuff. Uh-huh. What about you? You watched anything else? Uh, I don't remember if I talked about this last week, but I finished. Uh, I finished watching Tuca and Bertie. Oh, um, that's a that's a real sweet show that gets real emotional toward the end. From the people that brought you BoJack, something got emotional. Yeah, it's... of me shocked. Yeah, so, like, I've got a thing going up about this show soon, but, like, my general thought is, imagine a Rick and Morty or BoJack Horseman type show where it's trying to do the, like, animated comedy that, like, occasionally gets kind of serious about, like, people and their, their issues. Mm-hmm. Except the characters actually like grow from their issues and talk them through and actually develop as people. Oh, yeah. Um, and you know support each other and work through their shit rather than just like you know be tortured, isolated people who will never fix their problems and get isolated by shitty people on the internet. Uh, who uh, get idolized by shitty internet people? Hmm. No, these characters actually are like, oh, we acknowledge we have a problem and they improve past it. Oh, and awesome. it was quite a sweet, sweet end. It's a sweet ending, hmm. but there are some heavy topics in there. But I, I very much enjoyed that show. Hmm, excellent. What about you? Um, we watched that and watched something together. What we watched? Have we? Uh, Three Below: Tales from Arcadia, season one. Oh, this is that Guillermo del Toro yes. thing. Um, apparently set in the same universe as Troll Hunters, which I've never watched or heard of I've until Saturday, not, Sunday. I've not really watched any of it. I've watched like a couple of episodes of Troll Hunters because I heard it was supposedly like alright and uh, you weren't sold on it I wasn't time. sold on it enough to stick with it it seems somewhat forgettable but um free below was was quite yeah. quite endearing it's all right basically the prince and princess of this planet their parents get assassinated and they have to escape to earth and 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 try and hide from bounty hunters they, they are and go to high school yeah their their ship decides to hide these aliens on earth in uh human forms that are uh what is it that's um, uh, they they say that they need to be invisible and the the ship was like okay yep i can make you invisible i have picked the three most uh, uh, overlooked overlooked entities on this planet the first you will be a girl and i'm like holy fucking shit this series is not fishing about yeah uh you will be hispanic and you'll be old uh, yeah yeah it's like ah wi- women uh women non-white people and the elderly being overlooked by society huh like <laughs> wow, okay, okay, we're going there. <laughs> we're doing this, huh? Um, yeah, and yeah. I mean, they're royalty, so obviously I have my problems with that. But military coup also not good. Yeah, but it's it's basically them having a bunch of misadventures. Um, trying Is to fix it high school. Is yeah. it fixing the ship? Is it something to do with bounty hunters? Yeah. I you know I can probably go another series I, of that. Yeah, I I quite enjoyed um. Old old man does not understand Earth and shouts at and everything, um, and then goes and plays chess with the other old guys in the yeah. park. <laughs> he's, he's determined to be the most victorious, battle-hardy chess player, and yet he's so bad at chess. Yeah, well, this is it. Like he's used to punching his problems away, and now he's a. Wrinkly old man and trying to strategize. <laughs> yeah, strategy is not his thing. His Schilling. thing is punching people. He's like, I want to be the best at the war, but I don't know how to war. <laughs> Help me war better. Yeah. He does get better. He does, yeah. Um yeah, and the series is quite interesting. Like the like even the jock character in that isn't He has that bad. He he, he initially s- he, adi- <laughs> he initially seems like he's gonna be an unredeemable jerk, and then they flesh him out. They flesh him out really interestingly. Yeah, they it? they do a lot where it's like you make assumptions about what that character's going to be, and then it's like, no, no, there's more to him than that. Yeah, I mean, like, and even when he has problems with things, generally speaking, he like by the end of an episode or by the end of a couple of episodes, he's worked through it. Yeah, he's <laughs> like he. Oh yeah, I was. I think I think, was he, I think he was ultimately one of my favorite characters. Yeah. Which is interesting, because usually a series like that, I'd go, okay, the jock, I will ignore you. Yeah, but by the end I was like, no, I want you to be part of the team. I care about you as much as I care about everyone else in this series, which is to say I do not know the name of a single character. Oh, no. Despite no. watching it for about yeah, five that's, hours. Yeah, that's a really good point. I also don't know the name of any of the characters. Now, I don't know how much of that is my fault or not, but... Uh... I'm Yeah, but that's how I am with series. Like, I need to watch things a lot. But, like... I, I can't name a single one though No <laughs> Like not, I not feel a like, one I feel
1: like the name of the, the, the guard guy Should be really obvious Because he was constantly shouting it
0: Yes, <laughs> And I still got around Yes because uh, yes, he always <laughs> shouts in the third person yes. Shouts his name Yes
1: I still couldn't it's, tell you what that name is uh,
0: it's, so, it's, it's something that has the energy of like a Brothlock <laughs> Like, the Balthorg, or something. Balthorg, some, that, that, That's the sort of energy it has. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. Like, uh, that's not it, but... <laughs> no. I I'm curious <laughs> now. Let me Google these names and see w- w- which of them are in any way memorable. Three... Below. Um... do 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 what are your characters called? Why won't you tell me the characters? Um... Aja Okay. Um Krell Okay. Um Lug was their dog. I remember Lug, oh, the, the pink nose. Varvatos Vex. Vavato's Vex. Varvato's Vex. Uh-huh. Uh <laughs> Yeah, that's that's the one that I keep forgetting. Varvatos Vex <laughs> <laughs> no. Oh, and the planet Archarian 5. It's a lot of like it's a lot of sp- Base mumbo jumbo nonsense that are not memorable names. I remember Birdie. I think Birdie was like the school executive that uh, that showed up to bother them at one point. Oh, there you was... go. I remember the name of a character. What was what was the jock's name even? Stuart? Maybe.
1: Maybe and I think there
0: was the like the nerdy kid. Yeah. I think Stuart... Oh, no, Stuart was the, uh, the, the guy oh, who worked Stuart at the taco track. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. but... I know it's another... Oh, Steve. Steve Palchuk. was the jock, I think. Oh, yeah, doesn't he call himself the Palchuk a lot? Yeah. <laughs> that, that's probably Yeah. <laughs> I'm looking for a first name, and the first name was not reiterated very often. Yeah. So, that was, that was an enjoyable show. It was fun. Yeah, um, yeah, I would watch more of that it it's, um it didn't require a huge amount of thought no even when i went out of the room to cook dinner i was able to sort of poke my head around the corner and not feel like i was missing around a huge amount when i probably missed around an hour yeah you, you probably didn't miss much yeah. i my attention was in and out and i i remember the general plot of the series yeah, the aliens have some the alien like teens have four arms yeah they, they do indeed. The dog, oh, th- the- there's a bit of a Cinderella thing. They've got to get home before, uh, before oh, yeah. they, they turn back to aliens. But yes, before their, their glamours wear off or whatever. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so that was the thing. You watched it. You got any others? Uh, what else have I watched? Um, I I put another thing in my eyes that wasn't a, a watch. Ooh. It was a read. Mm-hmm. I reread Through Bitch Planet. Oh, how that? Uh, I continue to be a big fan of that particular comic series. Um, I don't know if I've talked about it on this show before, but um, Bitch Planet is a 10-issue a comic series. It's a pretty short run, um, about a near-future dystopia where basically any women who do not fit this very strict definition of proper womanhood are basically shipped away to space prison and uh, branded with this NC that uh, that's stands, stands and for <laughs> non-compliant. Um, and a lot of the things that women in this world are basically shipped away to space prison for feel very real and cur- culturally current. Um, yeah, yeah. So there's, there's a lot of discussions of like, ah, Women who are too good at sport. Oh no, they must have too much of the masculine male human uh, humours. Yes. They are not woman enough off to space prison. Uh, a lot of imprisoning of women of colour, unsurprisingly. Uh, a lot of commentary. Women of colour in the, in the yeah. penal system. Women of colour in the penal system and women of colour, you know, being not, you know, not being granted the same femininity perspective as other women i'm shocked uh, yeah i mean that doesn't sound like the prison system at all no um and probably uh they're pro- uh, let me guess they're all in there under largely spurious oh indeed or entirely indeed, spurious. indeed indeed um and <sighs> so much of it feels so relevant and important right now like um, how old is that series uh it started in i think it might be like 2011 or something it it finished in 2017 so it's it's it finished a few years ago two years ago we still haven't got any better yeah there's there's things in there that really stood out to me as like worthy of discussion Mm. um like one thing that really stood out to me was that there are some female prison wardens in Mm. this space prison um all of the prison wardens you see... Like, anytime you see a woman in the prison in a position of power, they're always a well-to-do white woman, unsurprisingly. And there's this whole talk at some point where one of these prison wardens is like, oh no, the, the system isn't anti-woman, it's simply, you know, anti-this, that, and the other. And it really highlights that it's like oh, okay, you don't see this as eroding women's rights because it hasn't eroded specifically your rights as a woman yet. It's this whole... It's very easy to ignore rights being taken away until it affects you specifically. Um, Yeah, that comic series is like... It's a really good read. I really recommend it. Um, It's... It's very good in terms of intersectional feminism. Um, I was hesitant to start it because I first read this comic book when it was still ongoing. And anything about uh, womanhood can be a little um, worrying to get into as a trans woman, being like, eh, "Is this is going to be respectful of me. Um, and it really is. Um, they're... they're they have an arc about some trans women on the, uh, the in the space prison. Uh, I believe in the lore of the comic, like trans women are some of the first women to get shipped up there. Um, being on the 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 some of the first women who you start seeing, like, aha, it's very easy to deny your womanhood and to put you away for that. Uh, there's there's a lot of stuff, like, at the end of episodes, uh, at the end of issues, if they've dealt with a particular topic, they will always be like, here is letters from the editor about what our consultation process was, and here's things written by people from that minority background, and we give space to people to... Like, they, they do, like, a debrief afterwards to be like, yeah, no, we're, we're, you know, we're trying to keep our... our feminist stuff in check and, and accounted for. Which is nice. Hmm. Um... Yeah, that comic is still just as good as I remember it. Um stylistically, it's very much it feels almost like a parody of like um of exploit of prison exploitation films mm-hmm. um as a genre that sort of very over-the-top um some of the shots are done very, like male gazy, but then in order to do to flip and reverse that to do something feminist with it. Like, it, it'll use... I'm trying to think of specific examples of tropes from, like, the exploitation film genre that this does interesting things with. Like, you will have the, oh, here's the nude sou- shower scene that is is here because exploitation film trope, and then someone will break through a wall and find the creepy guard that is um has been perving on people in the shower and just beat him up and be like, no, nope, fuck you. It's... I like this comic a lot. I'm very, I'm very happy that, like, I have a tattoo from it, and I I stand by it, I'm, I, I like this comic and its whole, like, no, 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 we're, we're gonna be proud of the things that society says make us, you know, oh, you're not the right kind of woman, it's like, no, fuck you, I'm gonna be proud of, of being a woman, yes. I'm proud to be non-compliant, mm-hmm. etc., what about you? What else have you put in your eyes? I think that's everything. I have not had a heavy-looked things in the eyes recently. Well, have you got any others? I think that's about it for me. Well then, time for this. <gasps> Laura, Laura, we've got a new sponsor! Who's our new sponsor? This week's sponsor is Lint Chocolate. Oh, oh, them, them sort of that, you know, the, the, the spherical ones that are kind of soft in the middle, they've got like a ganache or something. No. No, no, not, not lint chocolate, no lint chocolate, I don't understand. It's chocolate made from pocket lint and bits of chocolate that fell off in your pocket, so it's very fluffy chocolate, yes, um, imagine like a galaxy bar that was already quite squishy and you'd left it on your bed while you went to the toilet, and then the dog rolled in it. And do they have many satisfied customers? They're hoping to get some with this paid promotion. Ah, yeah. So if people want to get this at a discount, where can they get discount Lint chocolate? If you want 88% off a kilo of Lint chocolate, you can head on over to lint.lol.net. That's L-A-N-T. Don't confuse it with the other one. Wrong chocolate. And enter the code QNPS68 and you will get eighty-eight percent off your first order of a kilo of lint chocolate. How how much of that kilo is lint? Contains up to ninety-eight percent lint. Well, so you know you're getting the good stuff. <laughs> they're not skimping on it. There's, you know, they're not cutting down. That's, I think I think there's also some rusk in some of them, that's, just to bulk it out. Let's just let's just hope that the people listening to this get confused and think it's the good lint and buy that, because otherwise, no one's buying this ad. There's no such thing. Oh burn. burn. sick burn. Inside the boardroom of electronic Softworks.
1: hi 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 how's uh how's, how's business been uh, been this past week i mean we've had some controversies uh Managed to stop a few people buying things from us due to a huge fuck-up, but you know, we're working on that. But uh, mostly we've just been getting ready for the big uh, press conference with all the, the games and things. Ah,
0: uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, it's that time of year where they're expecting us to, you know, sh- to give them something new to buy. You know, yeah, To show, yeah. show off that we've put some actual work into making a game for, for once. Yeah. Yeah. And, I don't think that's our style.
1: No, I mean. Also, we've had like the we've had people hyping this up. The public publicity guys have been out there like a lot. So, so here, here I've got it. I, I know we've we've not got long to get you know something ready to show at that conference, and I think I've got the perfect thing that requires very little work. Yeah, and gets us lots of money. Right. So, so hear me out. Here we out. We're gonna sell a new version of that game we released a couple of years ago. Right, it's gonna
0: have, you know, a little bit of extra content. Right, it's gonna have like you know one extra character, maybe like a extra scenario somewhere in there. Right, right. the kind of thing that
1: normally be you know just like a DLC pack. Yeah, and then and, eventually we get like a game of the year edition. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Except, right, we're not gonna sell it as DLC. Right,
0: you cannot buy it as DLC. Right, you have to buy the full price sixty dollar AAA video game. Over again.
1: You are a fucking genius.
0: I know. Here's the thing. This game was so critically well acclaimed that, uh, they're gonna buy it. I'm, I'm pretty confident in that. Because, you know, they, they, they can't go ahead knowing, ooh, they've not had the full experience. You know, we'll suggest in a trailer that maybe yeah. maybe what we've added is actually really important. Yeah. Who cares? Doesn't really matter. Yeah, it's, a little, little plot maybe. It's, like it's, a, an extra yeah. story mission. Yeah, it's an excuse to get them back into the game and not buying our competitors' games while paying for a game we barely had to remake. Right, right. Are we Are gonna up- the graphics or anything, or we're nope. going to
1: save that for the remaster. Oh,
0: we save that for the remaster, but nice, yeah, nice. no, we don't give them any option to, to, you know, to to upgrade the copy they already yeah, have. Yeah. No, you want you want that that what should be five dollars of extra content? Give
1: us sixty bucks. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that is absolutely it. You fucking have this.
0: Off to the convention. So. <gasps> What have you put in your ears? Uh, well, those uh, earplugs. Because of the street noise. And because of me snoring. (laughs) I wasn't going to say that (laughs) (laughs) one. That's fine. I'm willing to admit I apparently snore. You snore as well, but yours are tiny, itty bitty snores. Usually. Occasionally. There'll be once or once now and then there'll be a night of. Sometimes I just sound like a baby dragon. A little bit. It's quite adorable. Um, yeah. What, what have you listened to this week? What have I listened to this week? Well, I've again. It's been a busy week, but not a busy week listening to things. Yeah. Um, I listened to um, some more of the Unexpectables. They've or I've just got to the end of an arc. I don't know how long ago that arc came out. <laughs> Um, yeah, it's been a really nice arc. They had, um, a tortle called oh, who's just been this really sweet character for the whole of the last arc, and now he's like, I'm done now, bye! I'm like, no! <laughs> Digsby was my favourite character! <laughs> I kind of like Borky, but Digsby <laughs> Um, so yeah, they're, they're back in Alabas now, um, um, yeah. Um, uh, they've got their own tavern, so every time they do, like, downtime stuff... They go back to the city and sort of hand in all their quest items, sell any bits they've picked up along the way, and then like talk about what they're gonna upgrade on the on the thing and upgrade their weapons and stuff. Mm. Yeah. So I think they're probably gonna be quite epic level fairly soon. Oh goodness. They Mm -hmm. start pulling out those like those proper high end, you know, abilities. Yeah, and and the the DMing's been pretty fantastic. Like there's been some really interesting stories. So much lore woven in there. Ah like I can't remember anyone's name but, like their real name. Like character names. I know Borky <laughs> and Panic <laughs> and Greckles. <laughs> and I think there's four of them, but don't <laughs> give me names, all good names, alright. That's alright, neither am I. Yay squad. Um yeah, so I've been really enjoying that. It's there's some there's some fun characters and some, some there's a lot going on if you like like deep lore stuff. There is a lot. Yay. What about you? Have you listened to things? I've been listening to some music again this week. Some music. I found some new tracks Ooh. I enjoyed. So I quite enjoyed a track called... Uh, one moment. I quite enjoyed a track called Sleep With A Baseball Bat by Cosmic Johnny. Um, it's, it's, it's a very like guitar-led track, mas- masculine vocal line um, about being an anxious person who's very invested in the art they make. Um it uses a lot of um space imagery particularly like space as a way to escape the world kind of imagery don't want to live uh, on the moon don't want to live on the moon i it yeah it as someone who like for a long time was like ah, I'll, I'll be an astronaut one day that'll that'll get me away from the world i i can empathize with the uh, the line of thinking um lyrically it discusses uh, yeah, it it's basically lyrically about physically fighting off your fears while continuing to follow your passion, don't don't be scared out of doing the things you love. Fight off those fears with a fucking baseball bat. I mean, maybe that'll help. <laughs> um, what about you? What you listened to? I, I listened to some... It was sunny. I listened to some classic 70s tracks. I think they're 70s tracks. Um, the Small Faces. Do you know the Small Faces? It sounds um, very familiar. Uh, they did a track called "Itchy You Could Park, which is sort of very like sunny and breezy. It's about Aww. going down the park and going, hi. Nice. <laughs> um, and another track by there is called Lazy Sunday Afternoon, which is just about chilling on a Sunday afternoon when your neighbour's a bit like, keep it fucking down. Oh, <laughs> Yeah. That's... It's, yeah. it's nice. It nice sounds, very Sounds bright. very pleasant. Yeah. In a slightly 70s era. <laughs> the I watch the music there, both of them, and they're very brown. Oh, well, yes. You, you thought the early 2000s were were all about those brown filters, but the <laughs> 70s, apparently. <laughs> a lot of brown fabrics. Hee hee hee. What about you? Uh, I listened to another track called Eleanor by a band called Chumped. A punky femme-led vocal track about... Uh, with uh, the, the singer... Seems to be reminiscing on like their first queer lady love as a passionate, excited youth, and being like, ah, "I still kind of think about you from time to time." Hmm. Person that I had like a, uh excitable queer late teens romance with. <laughs> and it's, it's quite a sweet track There's this nice little punk energy to it. It's it's enjoyable. Yeah. You, you know. listen to anything else? Um. Yes, I listen to. Uh, I listen to a mix. <laughs> Called Jam On It, Bounce Beats Volume 7. Um, okay. Jam On It did, like, a whole range of bounce mixes. I think there was something like 14 or 15. I have them all saved somewhere. And mm. it's just really... Well, it's bounce, so it's bouncy. Um, we can play a bounce with lots of bizarre samples and shortcuts from really classic dance tracks. Um, just full of donk. If you like Donk, there's a lot of Donk in that. Put a Donk on it. Put, in, indeed, put a Donk. Put on a Donk on it. And they did. They put a Donk on like thirteen odd <laughs> hour and a half long mixes. <laughs> I can't remember which one it is. I think it might be five. That's got loads of like video game samples in it. Oh, it's like mm, I like this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that that whole set is really good. If you happen to like really cheesy Wigan Pier bounce. Yeah. yeah. you got any others? Yeah, I got a few others. Is that, was that your last that's one? That's my last one. Okay, I'll you, rattle. I'll rattle through mine. <laughs> um, so I've got a track called They, Them, theirs, mm-hmm. uh, which is by a band called Warriors. It's another sort of femme vocal punk track. This time about being unsure who you are, what you want to do, how to feel, like struggling with identity, kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, that's a nice little track. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a band I mentioned a while ago called Necrogoblicon. Good name. That that did that uh that, that, that song about how there were goblins th- th- ruining all their shit. I found another one of their songs, it's called The Magic Spider. It's sort of absurdist, like ludicrous glam metal um about making wishes on a magic spider. And it's so, like, ludicrous, you can't take it seriously. It's good. just fun. It's it's melodic and occasionally screams, and the whole song is just, hey, there's a magic spider, you can make a wish on it. It's very simple, it's very silly. It's clearly not trying to be anything, you know, trying to tell any kind of grand narrative. Sometimes that's okay. It's just a fun bit of glam metal. Mm. Um, I've also got one more track. Dreamcatcher by Stacked Like Pancakes. Uh, really interesting little track. It's got a, a a mix of speed rap and more sort of slow melodic vocals across something that it... The best way I can describe it is at times it feels a bit like Scar, but at times this track feels more like rock. um, Like sort of slow, slower traditional rock. It's it's got a lot of like use of things like trombones, a lot of those sounds that you get in like a like a ska track. Mm-hmm. But the whole track's just got really interesting changes in vocal pace, musical pace, um, what layers of what types of mu- of instruments they're using to make the music up. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like that track um, "Shrimp" by Dessa that I mentioned a while back, mm-hmm. in that it's kind of a little hard to get a beat on. It's, as soon as you feel comfortable and go, oh, well, I know what this track is, it's doing something new. Okay. Um And, and, and not in a way that feels, like, rushed or forced. It mm. feels just like a very well-woven track that, within about four minutes, goes in some very different directions. Nice. So I, I very much enjoyed that. Mm. Well then, I think that's everything we've listened to. I think so. So, time for this.
1: Ooh. <laughs> So, so we're um looking to uh, do some more classes. We've had a lot of luck with uh, the uh, the art courses, uh, the the programming courses. It's a fairly simple thing. We have we're basically working through, uh, you know, we're, we're, we need to make sure that it complies to our program. We show lots of online advertising. We tell people that. Learning the thing is very, very easy with our our particular school, and we will educate them in the thing, you know, no matter how difficult it is. We won't tell them that, and to be fair, we're only going to give them cursory knowledge of anything and explain very little... And there's no actual tutors, just a number yes, of yes. videos to watch. Yes, but,
0: yes. it's basically just a YouTube, YouTube school that oversimplifies things. Exactly, and, yes. and charges
1: for the privilege. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah, so uh, what do you think that we should uh, consider teaching people next...
0: Well, well. Uh, have you got any ideas? Have you got any ideas
1: ready? Well, um, I mean, obviously, as you say, we've got art already. We've got computer programming. Uh, we've got some counselling lessons coming in because uh, you know how the millennials are all depressed. Yes, yes. It'd be yes.
0: nice for them to think that they can well, do something to what, help. What? What about? What about these? Maybe, maybe we throw in something. You know, something that we can easily teach in simple YouTube videos, Absolutely. like uh, rocket science.
1: Oh, I like your thinking there. Um, okay, what about uh advanced neurosurgery? Uh, I, I'm thinking quantum mechanics. Ah, Simple you know, five-minute YouTube video that'll teach you to be a quantum physicist. Exactly. A, a series of 65-minute videos. We can charge, uh, let's see, about 4000 uh, for that access for only a year, though, to to watch all oh, of yes, that. Oh yes, 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 yes. Yes, I think that would be absolute genius, and and yeah, so yes, I think that's that's absolutely perfect. And it
0: is definitely, definitely qualifies you
1: to do all those things. Yes. yes, I mean they will certainly get a certificate. Saying I I went to online neurosurgeon school. Yes, and they can they can print that out and put that, you know probably on their walls. fridge? on their fridge yes, yes yes you know that's about all it deserves yeah to be they, their kids could probably colour it in as well for them yeah, uh, so we've got a whole family project at that point right <laughs> then of course we send the child on the art school project <laughs> 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 genius <laughs>
0: <laughs> hello and welcome to cooking with uh, with, with us. It does, it does, yes, yes. Would you like a yes. sherry, dear? Oh, I I I think it would be criminal not to have a sherry. Indeed. So we're going to start today by talking about uh, the sort, sort of perfect evening food. Like you're having guests around. you want a nice dinner. What do you want to cook them? Well, I've got this uh, tofuki joint. Oh, yes, yes, yes we going to shove that in the oven, no problem. We want some roast potatoes, you get some potatoes. You get, uh, just splash them over with the sherry and get them in the oven. And remember to baste them regularly uh, yes, More and, and more sherry More and more sherry also, Make sure they get I, nice and brown I must say you were talking about that tofurky joint mm. uh, Not the only kind of joint I occasionally put away <laughs> Oh, 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 oh. oh <laughs> Well, occasionally have like a nut roast joint Indeed, indeed, mm. yes Well, that, that too That yes. too, yes A, <laughs> of a, a nut roast mm. and, um, yes. mm, The things you can do with jackfruit and stuffing do Oh, it? yes Particularly when you soak it in sherry. Indeed, uh, sherry, the secret ingredient. I I found recently that once I've got my tofuki joint out and I've basted it a few times with the sherry, I can pour that off and use it to make a nice sherry gravy. Oh, goodness. What else could you make with the sherry from the sherry cabinet? Well, you know what I recently found? perfect dressing for salads. Yes. You make a sherry vinegar. Oh, sherry vinegar, you say? Usually, I personally wouldn't let sherry get that old. (gasps) It gets to its peak strength, and then that's quite good enough for me, thank you very much. I certainly wouldn't be making vinegar, but apparently... Some clever sausage just managed to keep some away from me for just long enough to oh, whip, it into a, oh, whip it into a vinegar. And you know what you can do with the vinegar? A good vinaigrette. Oh, there you go. You can sherry up your your salads in no time at all. So, yes. Uh, and then, of course, how about some nice desserts? We can make a nice uh, sherry pudding. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Yes, we got a nice sherry pudding, sherry cake. That's very good. That's basically a cake that I've just... Had soaking in just a, a keg of, of of sherry for quite some considerable time. Now, A tr- trifle, of course. Very well named for its sherry. Mm-hmm. Yes, 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 yes. Yes, yes. And then, of course, you know, the next morning you'll wake up around noon and you'll probably want a nice, refreshing breakfast. And that's when I like to just splash some sherry over a nice bowl of muesli while I have a nice tea and sherry. Goodness, goodness goodness, goodness indeed indeed, and, and and before we go, before we go, I have one thing I yes. think is vitally important because I think if anyone's listening to this the, the assumption the assumption is going to be to use cooking sherry, oh for all, the goodness, food. no, 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 this is my point, cooking sherry, no good, no good for anything. Why cook with cooking sherry when you could use sherry sherry? Well, also, if you start cooking with sherry, you'll burn off some of the alcohol down. Exactly! Story time! So have a story. What's the story? We're gonna make it up! Oh, we're making a story! Yeah! Oh, uh, ha, ha! Uh, so Rackno has suggested a person who literally pisses liquid gold. That... I'm... I... To get gold to be a liquid, you have to get it really hot. Yep,
1: that's that sounds going to to mighty
0: a, unpleasant. There's gonna to have to be a well insulated urethra. I I would hope so. Otherwise, that's just gonna be mighty horrid. Tricky has proposed another person that figuratively pisses liquid gold. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm trying to think. Like, wh- oh, oh, I had I had a thought of what character could figuratively be pissing pissing liquid gold. Um, a dominatrix that will do like pee stuff. Okay. Then they're peeing figuratively, peeing liquid gold because it's, they it's, can get very lucratively rich from that. If it's 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 funny you say that because Kelladry <laughs> has suggested that the plot twist is that both of these people are into water spots. <laughs> <laughs> uh so is the one who pees literal liquid gold. Mm-hmm. Are they into water sports? Yeah, according to this, they're both into water sports. So um, it's the tale of two <laughs> trolls called Granite and Marble, <laughs> and uh, they they meet in a nightclub, and it's love at long conversation that goes on all through through the night because it's a troll club. And they don't have Clothing time <laughs> And then they They Have Spent a wonderful Weekend together Just like a really Long first date From That just expands on From when they met Because they don't have Capitalism So they could just go And do whatever really yeah. They don't have to Worry too much About things Occasionally they go Back and, and water Their pet Rock Dog Whatever trolls Have as pets <laughs> And, and, and after, you know, a a long conversation of, of heartfeltness, they, they talk about their limits and what they're into. And they both discover that they're into water sports. And Granite has always had some self, you know, some, 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 some self image issues. Has always felt they're not like super pretty. Um, you know, they don't sparkle like some of the other rocks. (laughs) Oh. Uh, and marble's like, hey, I got you, buddy. I got you, <laughs> because we both discovered that we're into water sports. I have a treat for you, and then just liquid, literal liquid gold, and then that, 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 that's all covered, and then uh, then um, did I say granite? Yeah, I can't which one I said. Granite, granite is really happy and yeah. feels better about themselves I. I had a very different story oh, for that set of things. Mine to... is a far shorter and more uh, succinct one. Um, it's a very transactional story. One does the water sports, the other pees in the corner, waits for it to cool so that it turns solid. Here you go, here is the gold. I shall pay you for your services. Oh. There you go. Oh. A <laughs> Very short transactional story. I like yours with your, your nice sweet <laughs> trolls that fall in love slowly. That that's That's a better story. <laughs> but I just felt the need to be like... Aha, you have peed on me. Thank you. Now I shall be in the corner. Just give me a few minutes. A there minute. we go. It's cool, oh, down. There we go. <laughs> there you go. Oh, you know, sex this... so work is work. Yeah. Exactly. And if you happen to accept um, gold, then I guess that's... Is it, is it 24 carat? Who knows? Yeah. <laughs> Any gold's gold enough. <laughs> I mean, I'm not a big fan of gold, generally. It's good for, like, cables and stuff. Yeah. Um. Let's see... But Nerga suggested that they dread seeing that water bell. <laughs> uh, can we have more kink-powered vehicles? Uh, okay, okay. I'm trying to remember. What did we have before that was kink-powered vehicles? Don't know. Okay, I'm trying to think what... The, the first thing that comes a flying to... flying pirate ship, someone suggested. I don't know if that's kink-powered. Right? The first thing that comes to mind when you suggest a kink-powered uh, vehicle is like a horse and carriage but it's a person that likes getting whipped is pulling it. Ah, That's, I guess that would work. That would be a kink-powered vehicle. Yeah, I, I mean, that is very literally a kink-powered if, vehicle. If, if you had a good water-powered car, you could just, you know, pee in the tank. Yeah, and then uh, I guess that, that would be, like, whatever's left over from the yeah, water would just a, be a, your uh, a, exhaust. A, a pee-powered steam engine. Or uh other. Let that smell, hot pee. We yeah. Hot, dehydrated uh, pee. We never, we, we, never said ple- we never said necessarily pleasant, just said that it would be kink-powered. I mean, can't argue with yeah. that. Um, someone who's into, like, being electrocuted, but, like, every because they're sat on the vehicle, every time you electrocute them, it gives a little bit of electricity to the vehicle, and the vehicle moves a bit further. If they want to get anywhere, they're going to have to take that electric shock. Ooh. Yeah, get the violet wand. Get you you got any uh, kick-powered vehicles? Um, see, so yeah, I just imagine like uh, a a very energetic, like a, a dom that's seriously into like uh, like a real gym bunny. Yeah. And so they they sit instead of being on like a a, a push bike-powered uh, device, it's like one of those really um like snazzy spinning bikes you get down the gym <laughs> the ones with the weighted wheel and yeah. it's um yeah and they they've got like it attached to a series of spanking paddles <laughs> and as it goes around it spanks all of the different subs and they just all just go oh! <laughs> then, in, or- in order and that somehow pushes the airship um i <laughs> yeah there we go there are some king Ballard vehicles yep <laughs> <laughs> um, Nerga suggested a, a spirit of vengeance But for petty things like taking the last cookie Or stealing someone's yoghurt a, a what sorry? Uh, a spirit of vengeance Oh a spirit of vengeance Um, The ghost Of I had to wait around on the phone For ages on hold To get a call done that I didn't actually Want to do in the first place uh, So they died while on hold Trying <sighs> to get through to Probably yeah. some government bureaucrat yeah and now they haunt the government bureaucrats being like you should really hire more people to man the phone well, hopefully hopefully'll they'll, they'll be harassing the uh, the, the MPs that pass the legislation that make them indeed bureaucrats okay yeah There's... you should really put more funding into your government department so they can afford more people on the phone Stop giving tax breaks to your mates. yeah there we go <laughs> but um, what else could they be? Mm. Uh, the ghost of having to wait around at home all day because that parcel is showing <sighs> up at some point today, but they didn't give you a window as to when. The the ghost of waiting for like you, the the come, person to come and fix the boiler. Oh, like it was. A, why is it an all day appointment? <laughs> why? Um, the ghost of. Your kid showed up from school with a slip saying that they have to give money for some nonsense thing tomorrow, and they also have to make some kind of fancy dress outfit, and you weren't given any advance warning. And this is apparently homework, but it seems like you're going to have to do most of the work. The uh, spirit of vengeance of uh, your child being sent home with raffle tickets that they're expected to sell, but your child isn't... Capable of that kind of thing, or you don't trust them out on the street, so you end up having to be the one selling them for them. Yes, <laughs> these are these are all some good ghosts of. I'm very upset that I had to deal with this thing, and and because they are constantly frustrated by the state of the world, they all meet together for a little like support group on a Friday. The oh. ghost of where
1: are all the fucking teaspoons. <laughs>
0: Nobody knows but Did did you see someone once did a time and motion study On teaspoons Like where they all go They they basically got this I think it was like a school or university department And they labelled all of their teaspoons And then followed them around the campus To watch where they disappeared to (laughs) I feel that there should be a spirit for that Where are the teaspoons Yes agreed Spirit for that Yes uh, what, a, else? what other what are the story prompts have we got? Well, I think it looks like that's it for story that's prompts. Everything we've got for now. But thank you very much for your suggestions and keep coming in. <gasps> um, and who knows? There will either be one of those or something else. Who knows? This is the segment that maybe one day I'll actually surprise Jane with doing something different rather than meekly suggesting it. Oh. <laughs> <Aww. laughs>
1: <laughs> Should we do this thing? If you're okay with it, it's okay. Get it. Oh, oh,
0: I've got a bit. I'll stop you doing the bit bit. <laughs> I won't stop you. It's okay. Love you. I love you. Ryan, time for this. Do you wanna know what I wanna see? My- Justice warriors.
1: All right, Larry. All right, Barry. How's how's doing? How's it going, mate? <laughs> yeah, it's going well. Going well. I'm having a having a busy weekend. I'm a little on the tired side, but I'm doing <sighs> all right. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's been. Uh, I think. I think as it's getting lighter in the mornings, my I'm struggling a bit to to. St- Stay, oh, stay. You, you, get,
0: you need to get, some of them blackout curtains.
1: Yeah, yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Have you been, uh, you been up too much? Ah, uh, you know, you know. I've been, I've been trying to get a bunch done recently. I've, yeah. I've been real busy. But um, yeah. you know, as as happens sometimes when I'm a bit busy, I've been a little bit forgetful recently. Oh yeah, yeah. No, you just get a bit. Yeah, it's a bit much on brain's yeah, got to process a lot. Exactly, there's
0: a lot of stuff that I'm, you know, I'm sure I'm I'm hearing in the moment, but yeah. it's, it's just not committing to long-term memory because I've got right. too many other things sort of wedged in that spot. Yeah, it's totally understandable. And, and you know, it's, it's 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 a real thing because I I yeah. I feel really guilty sometimes when I you know when I have a conversation with someone and they're like, oh, well, you know, I, I did I did tell you this already. I'm like, oh, I'm I'm terribly sorry, terribly sorry.
1: Well, you know, I think we, we all get that sometimes. But, you know, it's it's, it's good to be reminded of, of the things that you've forgotten. Yeah. Because well, I, I have, I, you know, that's why I, I put everything down in my phone and, and stuff. and But yeah. even then, you know, stuff just slips well, through. Well, that's the
0: thing. It's like I use a lot of lists for, you know, like my to-do list when yeah. I'm busy. I've got, you know, I don't forget to do the things that I know are coming up. I've got a calendar so I know what my social obligations Actually, are and vital, my meetings yeah. are. But you know, sometimes when it comes to a you know a, a pleasant conversation, you might just have a bit of it slip, and it. Yeah. And I think that's a very human thing. It's, oh, it's very, not. it's very easy to, it's very easy to assume that if someone forgets something you told them, that it means that you know that they weren't paying it enough attention, or that they they didn't care, or that yeah, you know yeah. that it's a, a poor reflection on them as a person.
1: Yeah, I mean, I just, especially if you know that people have problems with like memory issues and yeah. things like that. You know, and although. It can also be good to keep an eye on that sort of thing And yeah. monitor that Because obviously if there are issues with you know long, uh, long-term memory or, or even shorter-term memory issues Then perhaps that's something that you need to think about If it's being flagged up
0: Indeed, but it's, it's not a thing that you should, you know
1: Use as a reflection on how important some oh, no, thing, no, no. If, if things are You know, no. it's it
0: is not a thing that you should be like I, I no longer like you as a person because it seems like you never pay attention to me because you occasionally forget small things that came up in conversation.
1: Exactly. And, you know, I'm sure they, they probably think uh, forget things too. But mm. in in my case, perhaps the reason is that I've forgotten that that happened as well. And then we've both forgotten about it. Yeah. I guess, you know, sometimes it's just what what's stuck in there better at a given moment.
0: Yeah. Memory is a very, like, fallible thing. Oh, yeah, really? Yeah. Memory is, like, ludicrously weird. I can't remember, you know, like, important phone numbers I might need in an emergency, but I can still remember the Pokemon theme song I learned when I was six, you know.
1: I still remember the phone number of the first house I ever lived in.
0: I still remember the first house I ever lived in's phone number, and the phone number for a taxi company for a town I have not lived in in a a while. Wow. Yeah, yeah. It's it's one of those things... you can't, you, you don't get to decide what your brain goes.
1: That's sticking here. That, that, I'm keeping that. That's mine, that. Yeah, you know.
0: His it, brain. And that's it. I, I think you've got to have some level of uh, acknowledgement that people are human and that brains are not computers and you cannot force a brain to, you know, remember everything that ever happens. And Absolutely. You, you've just got to accept that.
1: Sometimes the thing won't stick, and that's okay. Yeah, absolutely. Oh. Should we have that, have that hug? Yeah, let's have that hug, mate. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Oh, I do like these hugs, mate. Oh. You, you're sleepy, mate. I'm proper sleepy. Well, you know what? I'll, I'll put the kit on. We'll have a nice green tea. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Have a, a cup of tea. Yeah. Laura? Yeah? On the internet, darling. You can find me at Laura K Buzz in most places on the internet. Laura K Buzz on Twitter, Twitch and YouTube. Twitch and YouTube I'm gonna be a lot more uh a lot more frequent on in the near future, so that'll be fun. I've got some books coming out. Mm-hmm. Uncomfortable Labels, which is coming out on July eighteenth as a physical book, and August eighteenth as an audiobook. Creep. Ooh, uh, I've also got Things I Learned from Mario's Butt, which is coming out hopefully at the end of the summer. And you can find me in some places on the internet, uh, kataku.co.uk, you can find some things there. Sometime soon you will see my big write-up about getting all the shinies in Pokemon Go. And you can also find my words in some other places soon. Oh. I uh, none of them have gone up yet, so I can't say yet. But by the time you hear this, may maybe that will have happened. Bye 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 bye. What about you? Whereabouts are you on the internet? I I can be found in the hallowed places of hello There's places. I say hello. Oh. Uh, they will be at YouTube uh, and Twitch. Uh, Twi- YouTube and Twitter as Maniac Janiac. Uh, Twitch, I am Janiac. And soundcloud.com slash We that's where you might be listening to this now. Um, we can also be found on Apple Podcasts for this. I'm also on Curiosity Epidemic, which is a 5th edition Real Play Dungeons & Dragons podcast. And I I play a fur-bog druid called Trees, and she's got a doggo, and she whittles her own dildos. So come and give us a listen, please. <laughs> Do a listen. Do mm. it. Uh, PayPal.me slash Magnet or uh, Patreon.com slash stoned monkey radio where you could be my very first Patreon. Oh, woo. Oh, woo. Oh, woo. Oh, woo. Yeah, that's all the things. So Laura. Yes. Sing us out, darling. Until next time. Be a stranger.